What's going on everybody? Another episode of Four Transplants and a Microphone. We are five transplants yet again this time. Really excited. Three Ohioans again. Brandon and I are in the minority here not being from Ohio, but we are talking things to do in Charlotte, especially compared to Ohio and wherever else we come from, because there is a whole lot to do here. We've got three of the, I guess, the staples, myself, Brandon, and Brian, and we are joined again, second time coming back, guys. Jeff Warner and Brock Buxton, both from Ohio. Thank you guys so much for coming back. Yeah, yeah thanks, thanks for having us back. Yeah, absolutely. So we were kind of talking last time you guys were on, actually, a little teaser of there's a lot to do in Charlotte. And that's, the context was you may not go to a Panthers game on a Sunday because, one, they might not be doing great, and, two, there's like a million other things to do. And that was one thing that I loved. Coming from Connecticut, there's one big thing a month to do in Connecticut outside of leaving to go to New York or Boston. And I came down here just as like a vacation. I was like, holy crap, there's one big thing a day. And What's one big thing a month? What was it up there yeah. in Connecticut? I, like maybe a concert. Okay. Yeah. Got it. Maybe like a fair type of thing. Yeah. But like not even mem- memorable is the point. Here, right. the Whitewater Center's always got stuff going on. There's always, I mean, we have all of the sports here. Right. You could go to South Carolina, you could go hiking, you could go to all this stuff. So I'm curious, what do you guys like to do in town and how much does it differ from Ohio? I'll, I'll take this one, Buck. You know, Jeff, why don't you go ahead? <laughs> uh, I'll talk about what what really drove... Like, whenever I have arguments with my... I have two brothers still up in Northeast Ohio, and mo- most of the arguments I have about Ohio versus Charlotte, and my biggest asset in my holster is usually... Sunshine? <laughs> happiness? Sunshine and happiness are the easy ones, I guess, but the, the little bit more that you don't think about as much when you're up in Ohio is the proximity. So I'll talk about things outside of Charlotte real quick, and I'll let Brock... The, circles back into Charlotte specific stuff but being you know two hours from Asheville being three hours from the beach in Ohio every year when me and Brock were growing up there we had one or maybe two vacations and it was always week-long vacations because you were going to get in a car and you're going to drive 12 to 18 to 24 hours depending on how far you were going into South Florida <laughs> and it was always a drive because I was one of five kids so we weren't flying anywhere and and so so like being here, I feel like I do so much more just weekend, ad, ad hoc weekends where I'll just go to the beach or I'll go to the mountains, do some hiking and stay in Asheville and just do a little bit of brewery crawling around yeah. Asheville. So that proximity factor is such a huge win for people from the Midwest that are moving down to Charlotte, just being able to not be so constricted to those week-long vacations that you have to make worth your while because you drove damn near a day to get there. Right. It's such a good point, too, because Charlotte has a lot, and I'm the, you know, audio only but i'm like shrinking like charlotte is relatively small in the scope of things but just outside point or to your point jeff there's so much to do you got beach you got mountains you got fun you've got the boonies if you want like you got everything just within a reasonable distance so for sure charlotte itself brock you got yeah i mean i really like you know getting out on the weekend stretching my legs and plaza midwood and noda i think what's really unique about charlotte is that it has its own little pockets and you can kind of get yeah. a different feel of a nightlife or a restaurant scene, going out to a brewery, South End, Plaza, Noda, other, I guess, where we're from in, in Cleveland and, and, and Akron Canton, who just didn't have that type of variety, right? So uh, there's a new restaurant coming out practically every week. And so that is really attractive to someone in their mid to late 20s, going to early 30s. Hell, Jeff could even tell you about, you know, being a a new dad here and how much he takes his daughter out to all these places, too. So there's just so much entertainment 
And that can be something you do on a weekday, that can be something you do on a weekend. But I like to be active. I play in a volleyball intramural league at BBGB over in the Music Factory. Great spot. Yep. So on Thursdays, it's just an excuse to get out with six of my friends, just kind of a nice routine, get a little workout in, have some beers, trivia, things like that. that, that that's just something that in Ohio, and again, it just might be more after in Canton, not being in Cleveland, that I, I just feel like we didn't have to look forward to on a daily, weekly basis, right. right? Going to the lakes, so Lake Norman, Lake Wiley, that is a huge attraction for Charlotte. And if you don't own a boat, I encourage you to find a friend that has a boat as soon as possible. And you know, just find a dating app. For right, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> must have boat. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Send picture. So there's a filter for that. And I was gonna say too, I, I may need to connect with you on the volleyball thing because I haven't played nearly as much down here, but used to be in tournaments around the different states around where Ohio was at, so right. I missed that. So oh, yeah. I'm game for that. All right, for sure, Brian. I'll take you up on that. And to speak to it from a new parent's perspective, so we have our, me and Brock work out of an office. I don't even know what you, which neighborhood you call it. It's on the corner of Moorhead and Euclid by the Dowd Y, so it's kind of tucked between Dilworth it's and something. South End yeah, and Uptown. But, you know, me, my wife, and daughter, I can put her in the bike seat. We can ride the rail trail up and down from Loso all the way through the city up through Noda. Like, it's, it feels very comfortable. It feels very safe. In Northeast Ohio, whenever I was, whenever we were there, it didn't feel as, I never, I've never felt unsafe in Charlotte ever when right. it comes to crime. There's never been a situation where I felt like I need to look over my shoulder. So, you know, being a new parent and trying to figure out a way to still have some semblance of a life, it's been a really wonderful spot for that. And then being able to just hang out in beer gardens through the pandemic, places that, you know, you feel relatively safe because you're outside and didn't really feel like I was doing anything that was irresponsible as a new parent, just taking advantage of all the things that are right here around the corner for us. It's such a good point, though. And we're, so we're down the street, right? We're at Bros at 4001 Yance, always great hosting us. So thank you very much. Down the street is OMB. We have not recorded from, but obviously all of us have been there several times. And in the back, there's almost like a little like playground. I, that's not the right term for it. But like a lot of just kids, like not like 21 year old kids, but like yeah, children. Two-year-old children. Yeah. <laughs> children are or, out there just... Or like, drunk adults. <laughs> right. they, yeah. They're scootered there. Well, the, the culture here is so conducive to that. Like, it seems like right. there's a lot of emphasis on allowing early parents to go out and not feel like they're inconveniencing a lot of people by bringing their kids out with them. And I've really enjoyed that, obviously, being a new parent and plan to as my family continues to evolve. But yeah, uh, yeah that's definitely a really big key factor there. And everything's got outside space. Obviously, right now, when it's 95 degrees out, people are trying to seek shelter inside. But for nine months out of the year, it's really comfortable to sit out on a patio and, and just listen to some live music and, and really take a couple of good beers in. Yeah, it's so true. And like we've talked about that in the past too. There's always there's rooftop bars, there's outdoor seating, oh, yeah. everything. And like for the most part, there's like some sort of like big fan going on. So like it is 95 out. Do you want to sit out there? Probably not. But if you had to, it's really not that bad because they've got the fans going. They've got some right. sort of breeze or something. Wind movement. And you're not. Yeah. Exactly. yeah, and you're not working. Like if you're just sitting out and it's humid. Right. As long as there's some kind of airflow, it's not bad. If you go out and work. It sucks, but... Like manual labor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're just sitting there, it's not bad. And coming from L.A., one of the big things we were looking for is not having a big, steep drop-off of things to do. Like, I didn't want to move out and just be like, oh, right? Yeah. There's nothing here. So yeah. there wasn't a big drop-off in entertainment and things to do, the lake and all that stuff coming out here. So 
I mean, there's some things that are different. Like I went to Fillmore, and that was the first time I oh, saw yeah. that volleyball court. That was all cool. Like yeah. I saw 311 yeah. there. Amazing. That was one of the cleanest venues I've ever been to go see a concert. And it was actually one of those things. My daughter's 16 and loves music, and I'm kind of hesitant to go take her to a concert. I would no problem take her there and feel that I wouldn't be introducing my 16-year-old daughter to things she shouldn't be doing. So yeah, right. <laughs> it was super clean. Like I said, one of the nicest venues I've been to. Yeah, over there in the music factory. Yeah, yeah it yeah. was super nice and super clean and like I said, I wouldn't have a problem taking her there. And I've wanted to take her to places, but I've been to concerts in L.A. I'm like, yeah, that didn't happen. Yeah. <laughs> well, Ab- Avid Exchange, they have their amphitheater over there, too. And That's if right. you haven't checked that out, I encourage you to do so because we got the PNC Pavilion, which is more of your traditional outdoor, larger venue. We go up there and go see Dave Matthews when he's in town or some other bigger names. But there's some smaller names that creep into the Avid Exchange amphitheater there in Music Factory, really close to uptown. And... That is more of a condensed, more intimate type of experience that I think is an awesome venue that I don't think a lot of people really know if you're recent transplant to Charlotte. It's just kind of tucked away, and I feel like the name's kind of, they're not marketed as well. So, again, I would just encourage you. I think, Jeff, didn't you go there recently? Yeah, I saw a Lewis the Child concert there. It was awesome. Oh, there you go. Yeah. It's fantastic. And, again, like, we're looking at a Griffin concert in September out there, too. I think that, you know, one of the things about Charlotte that, Charlotteans, I think, see as a negative, I see as a massive positive, is that we keep saying the word clean. Everything's new and fresh, and something is being built constantly, so you constantly have cranes everywhere, which I really love to see all the progress of it. When we grew up in Northeast Ohio, it's a lot of repurposed old warehouses that were being converted into condos or being converted into apartments where down here it just seems like they're just saying, okay, this old building's not doing anything for anybody right now. Let's just bulldoze it, build something up that can really keep a lot more people in it and keep bringing people into the city. They're building it all right on the light rail, which makes things super convenient, whether you're walking along the rail trail or you're going to ride the light rail into town. Yeah. So, yeah, I really think that it's something I really enjoy about the city is how clean it is and how safe yeah. it all feels. For sure. It's so true. And it's the new and clean are mm-hmm. two of the most common words that I hear describing. There's, we had a previous guest on, actually, Teresa Vieira with Modern Legal. She used to live in D.C., has lived in New York as well. And so she would go out and, like, I guess a lot of girls do this, and wear the high heels out, but then you walk with the high heels in hand because that's annoying when you're like walking ending the night. She would have to like shower and like aggressively brush her feet and like get the dirt off and like, oh, all this gross stuff. She had some friends in here who lived in the same environment, did the same thing. They did the exact same, walked with heels in hand, back to the apartment and they're like, all right, I guess we're just go to bed. No need to clean our feet. Like they're pretty nice. It's just new and clean. Yeah, it definitely, and again, like all the progress is just super exciting to see as a small business owner. Obviously, you want to see as many people flocking here as possible. Obviously, we're all part of that transplant community that continues to grow, which again, I think the Charlotteans are probably not as enthusiastic about, but for us as transplants, it's great to see more and more people flock here. Yeah, it is exciting. And we talk about the hot days. Whitewater Center, every time I go there... I wonder why I don't go more often. You know, I'm <laughs> that, always asking yes. myself, if this is right in our backyard, why am I not here every weekend? Or at least make it a point to come here once a month. So it's just, the whitewater rafting is so cool. And anytime I have friends visiting and from the artists out of they town, bring are always awesome. Oh, I yeah. Mean, yeah fantastic jam bands they put out there. Yeah. yeah it's, it, I feel like every time I go, I'm the same way with you, but yeah. it's something that I wish I did more. Rock's moving very close to there. You're going to be yeah. about 15 minutes away yeah. from your new place. So. But even though I'm not super close there right now, anytime I have friends visiting from out of town or family coming down, 
want to show them Charlotte. I'm like, what's really gonna, you know, be a memorable thing to do is going to the White Water Center. It's just, it, it's so much fun, and, and yes. they have the great zip lining and the different obstacle courses and things like that. My one buddy has gotten really big into off-road cycling, and I guess they got an amazing kind of a dirt track there that you can take off-road bicycles on. So several. Yeah. I mean, it's it's such a it's such a really cool, unique thing that Charlotte has. And that might be an interesting segue into what Charlotte's identity is, you know, compared to some other cities. Yeah. You know, Jeff, to kind of pass this over to you is something you kind of mentioned before, but... It's like you guys have done this before. This is great. It's, <laughs> we've been feeding off each other for the better part of three decades. No, and again, like, I think that a lot of major cities have their identity, whether it's Nashville with the music scene or it's New Orleans with Bourbon Street and Charlotte. I'm really proud of the... And again, in the eight and a half years we've been here, I think when we came here, there's probably four or five breweries here, and we probably have 40 of them within that inside the 45 loop. Yep. And again, it's something that I feel like you can put me on any beer garden and they could serve me any beer honestly and I would end up fucking drinking and having a great time I think that's a, a fantastic part of it and, yep. and again I think that whole element of, of proximity plays into it I know it's not necessarily Charlotte specific but it is the lifestyle living in Charlotte knowing that you know every weekend can be different if you want to just hop in the car and burn two hours which is not a huge ask for people from ohio that are just we burned three or four hours to go to cincinnati for a brown skin right or to cedar point or to cedar point and you there burn you three hours in a line for a millennium <laughs> yeah. force yeah right. yeah in la you go three hours you go 10 miles yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, there you go. And you, <clears throat> now it's just going you know, to the store it's funny you meant you mentioned cedar point and this is the first time i've actually had we've had guests on that could back me up when I say that place is just one of the most unique places on earth. Yeah, like just the roller coasters and stuff. I don't, I don't know if you guys are big fans of it, but I mean, Carowinds is getting there. But yeah, uh, it's owned by like the same company yet. though, right? Yeah. Yeah. So Brian, here's my hack. Here's my life yeah. hack for you. When me and my now wife started dating, we she's a teacher, so we would get the season passes at Carowinds. You, you could ride everything there in two and a half hours on a weekday, right around school, like right around when school starting. Like there was never anybody there, so I would just. You know, I'd leave work around 2.30, be out of the park by 7, and I would have rode everything twice and rode front row the whole time. So wow. there's advantages to the smallness of Carowinds. In Cedar Point, you could never do yeah. that. No matter, <laughs> there's people traveling no, from you... e everywhere in the Midwest to get to Cedar Point, and rightfully so, it's an amazing park, but I do enjoy like the, uh, the PG-rated Cedar Point that we get here <laughs> in, in Charlotte. Yeah, I totally agree with that. I mean, you're right, and even, Cedar Point, the way it's set up, it's just a much bigger walking distance oh, yeah. to get from one thing to the next, too. So, but yeah, yeah it's a nice, happy medium, but I still don't mind hitting Cedar Point when I go back home. Yeah, and that's the thing about Charlotte is the footprint is so small. When you go into Cleveland, it, you don't really walk from one side of the city to the other. It's not really feasible. And you don't realize that when you're there because when you look at the skyline, Charlotte looks like a much bigger city. It much, looks like a much more pronounced city as a whole. But when you're in Cleveland, it's like, okay, you've got to walk three or four miles to get across it. With Charlotte, you can get from you know 277 on the north side to the south side in about a mile and a half. Yeah. And generally, it's a comfortable walk, again, where you don't really feel a whole lot of anxiety about looking over your shoulder. In Cleveland, you might walk through three or four pockets where you feel like you need to hide your wallet. Yeah. Yep. And it's sure. funny is I I went through Cleveland and I thought, man, this place is super clean. It's nice. Like, I never had that thought because not I've in walked, L.A. <laughs> well, I've walked through other cities, not just L.A. And to be fair, 
I walked through other cities like, holy crap, where am I? I yeah. need to get out of here now. <laughs> but I never had that feel in Cleveland. And to be fair, we didn't go all over Cleveland, so we didn't go to every... I mean, like, their main metro there with the ballparks and everything, like, they have a really good setup there with not Jacobs Field. It's, Field. Field. it's Jacobs Field. It always going to be. Yeah. It's the Indians and it's Jacobs Field. Yeah. Spoken <laughs> like a guy, like a true and, Clevelander right there. Yeah. Good. Brandon, Brandon, you, you only saw the places the realtor wanted to show you. Right. When exactly. You're in <laughs> no, I didn't go to Cleveland. I actually went to Cleveland on my own. I was actually looking in, what was it, Canton and Jackson. Township. Yeah. And My there was one other Jackson. one other place. She's like, oh, there's places you can go in there. Started with a nap. Maslin? Yeah. Yeah. She's so like, you there's some places you can go in there. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Maslin's a bit of an armpit. That's yeah. Essentially yeah. that's yeah. our hometown. So we had a Maslin uh, zip code growing up. So. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You know what would be really <laughs> neat and while we're talking here at DNC four thousand one at I always had this idea, I think you and I have talked about this, but this whole Loso area this is really developed even before this guy here. You got OMB, Sugar Creek, and now we got Yancey. What if on a particular night of the week or on a weekend, they're kind of experimenting when South End was smoking container, but what if we blocked off this, these two main roads right here and made this, we were talking about Bourbon Street and things yeah. like that, but what if this could turn into a really sweet entertainment spot and an attraction for Charlotte. Yeah. Some younger crowd, some younger parents. Scooter racing. But, yeah. <laughs> but I really think there's an opportunity with so many places to drink and have an adult beverage here, breweries. But what if we blocked this off and made this open container from bar to bar? I think that would yeah. be a really cool thing that Charlotte might be missing right now. Yeah, a absolutely. whole block party. And I, they've talked about it. I think they're called like social districts, maybe. Yeah. They're like trying to do like little sections that you can have open container, much like Savannah is right. in the entire right. town. Which yep. is why I love Savannah. Yeah, like, it, that's I don't exactly have to think right. About it. Grab a beer, <laughs> we'll walk around, do some shop. I mean, that's yeah. just, that's, that's heaven for me. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, well, absolutely. And I think one of the things they missed out on when they built Panther Stadium was exactly what some of those cities have. Like if you're walking around, Jacobs Field. There's bars. There's all kinds yeah. of stuff to do around there. Right. Even in Chicago, when you're around the Cubs, there's just bar. There's all kinds of stuff. Oh, yeah. Wrigleyville's a hell of. A and there's just tons of cool stuff to do right around the stadium. And Angel Stadium for me, it was always there, so it had been there forever. And Dodger Stadium was up in Chavez Ravine, so that it was kind of out. So we never had that. So going to some of these other cities and seeing all the bars and everything you can do around. And now when they built Staples Center. They built a whole thing around Staples Center, so you have LA Live. So it's nothing but bars and restaurants and just tons of stuff to do. So you go to a Kings game, yeah. you can go watch, you know, go to the bar, have a couple drinks, go have appetizers, right. go to the game. It's amazing. Yeah. So just building something out like that, and yeah. Panthers are fairly new, so to miss out on that opportunity is. Oh, it seemed like super short-sighted. But back whenever the Panthers were built, the uptown scene was so. Dormant. Oh, it's completely different. And yeah. South well, End, South End didn't exist, and it's like I just think that there was probably not as much of a thought that there would be so much energy for consumption as there is now with all the people millennials. It's really people millennials that are moving here yeah. for the most part. Yeah, but they had yep. NASCAR. I mean, NASCAR. Yeah. You go there, and I've never been to a race out here, but oh, it's like, a ton we, of fun. Uh, yeah. We, I did. I finally went to one last year. Right? Oh yeah. A friend oh, really? flew out, and he's like, "We're going to NASCAR." I'm like, "All right, let's yeah. go." But totally cool i mean just gigantic field right it's a tailgate oh yeah it's exactly the experience you're talking about right 
Yeah, and, uh, you could literally you could throw a football 100 yards out there, and you just be, it, no one would give it. It's a ton yeah. of fun at the NASCAR. So we haven't been back to a NASCAR race yeah. in a couple. We years. a lot of We used to do the All Star race because it's a uh, hundred laps. Shorter. It's short. Night, a night yeah. race. Like you don't have to deal with the elements of sitting in 90 degree heat, just with no wind movement. But uh, yeah, we we loved the NASCAR experience when we were down here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and just building things around like that. I mean, it's a great experience. And if they're talking about building the new one, I hope they take that into consideration. Right. Yeah, I think and, he's yeah. modeling off a lot of what Blank did down in Atlanta. And you see that? Have you been in the new Atlanta baseball field? See, now I went there, and it's in a pocket you can't get to anything so they, they have a bunch of bars inside that little pocket there and the battery and again i think that's something that just kind of feeds off itself you got people coming in there prior to the game hanging out having drinks and then after the game coming back in and, and kind of feeding that whole that whole entertainment district so i see they're tearing down houses or tearing down properties all along moorhead right yeah, there right yeah right on moorhead and mint so i don't know who owns that and what they're planning to build there but i'm <laughs> yeah, I'm, hope, I'm hoping that they're building something that's going to complement the game day experience because it's obviously been needed. It's going to yeah. be the block party, the Brock was Brock's block party. Hey, There's something to that. Here we go. New business idea. Guys. Brock's block. If anyone's listening, they can get me involved. <laughs> Investors. We, yeah, we hope somebody's you. listening, by the way. <laughs> hey, I'm a professional fund haver, so if you guys need advice, I'm going to tell you how to do it. <laughs> Brian, go ahead. And that, I was going to say, that's an old major league reference. And if anybody's listening and judging by attendance, you're not. <laughs> Very good, Brian. Wow, is that what you're going for, Brock? I wasn't, but okay. I'm, glad we, I'm glad we arrived there. Well, that's what Brian is here for. That's Random fantastic. obscure movie quotes. That's it. Pretty much that's, just that. That's the only thing, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, in the sad flute song. I was going to say, I, it looks like you're gearing up for, uh, for a sound drop. effect here. <laughs> Actually, you guys were marveling at the, do you want to just press a random button, yeah, see what yeah. it is? you guys do some drops here? Press a random one, see what well, you got. got to push these, the pads. Very fitting. We get this one a lot. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> and the kids. That, yeah, this board is great, I, man. Go ahead. And I was going to say, Brandon's just a little bit bummed because normally he gets to hit all the buttons on me, but not so much today. Well, yeah. out of sight, out of mind. We have guests, so I, I didn't want to start hitting buttons. <laughs> Pretend like we're halfway professional. Yeah. So, so the, the thing we didn't touch on, I think that I've really enjoyed, is the uh, the MLS experience. Which yeah, I, I didn't new think Charlotte I, FC. I didn't think I was going to be a huge FC-er. Yeah. Is that what they're called? No, not even close. I don't think so. That could literally apply to any... Can you Come please hit club. that button again? <laughs> yeah, where's the... Uh, Stop. <laughs> Get some help. <laughs> have you been to have you been any matches? I haven't been to a match. I think no, you were at the first I, one, though, I right? I did man? go, first and I was at the yeah. one where National Anthem broke out, and that was oh, super cool. So yeah. sweet. Yeah, the game Chills. was super boring. Most boring match I've ever been to. Oh, it's like <laughs> building. Like, yeah, you yeah, thought the, they are going to the, break the, through. The production that they put into it, though, like the pregame, the halftime, like everything was fantastic. Like, oh, yeah. Great day. I took my daughter to one. Oh, nice. We took her into the rowdy, I don't know what the section's called. <laughs> Supporter section. That's That sounds like the most vanilla. I was. What's the real name for it? <laughs> yeah, the the rowdy. Athletic All I know section. is that my, my daughter was doused in beer. So after, <laughs> oh, geez. Yeah, she was having a great time. But, Pyrotechnics. Yeah, yeah, so that's been awesome. Obviously, like, but you go back to like just the weekday entertainment stuff like you're doing tonight with the Knights game. Exactly. Knights game's yeah. great. Knights game, yeah. yeah, you go pay 10 bucks to get in the game. Yeah. Have a, you know you can it's minor league baseball people so no one's really caring that much about what's happening with the product on the field but I feel like every time I go there I have a great time the views are fantastic of the city that's the thing it was yeah, voted, like three years in a row is voted best major league or minor league ballpark 
because like the view of the city in the yeah. background, the sun sets, and oh, yeah. beautiful. Love it. I actually have a thing with my son. We're trying to hit every major league baseball park in the country, and we've been to seven so far. So the Knight Stadium ranks pretty high with some of the professional baseball. Oh, yeah. Teams. Oh, absolutely. I would put it above like Dodger. I mean, Dodger Stadium's old, so I have to give it some slack and right. Yeah. But I've been to other stadiums and. It's pretty high on the list. I mean, yeah. it's just the way it's situated, the fireworks. The product's pretty good. They, yeah. For a minor league, there's not a lot of mistakes made. No, not at all. It's pretty high quality. I mean, the game we went to was a walk-off home run. So. Oh, yeah. Oh, you love I mean, it, it was yeah. perfect. There was scoring. It was great. The food's good. Yeah. The beer wasn't outrageously expensive. The tickets were cheap. Like I said, about 10 bucks. Right. Yeah. And we were, like, right on the... Oh, and yeah. the fans are into it, so it's far more... People are cheering, people are excited, there's stuff going yeah. on, there's fireworks, I think, every Friday or something, every yeah, Friday it's... home game, obviously, but it's just a cool... And so we've got so we've got minor league baseball right in Uptown. We've got the Hornets, professional NBA, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> have, you, have you been to any games? I, went... I actually yeah. went to a few, and I had bought... 10 game pack uh, and then COVID hit so oh, that's it went right. from a 10 game pack to a 20 game pack okay and then it was like well we can sign you up for a full season i'm like nah, why don't you just cash me out yeah <laughs> i'm all right thanks <laughs> yeah i honestly like didn't realize how much i enjoyed watching nba basketball live until we went we saw the Cavs play here twice last year yep did you go uh, as Cavs fans though i went to a boston game and I, much like the Panthers, 90% was Boston. Anyway, yeah. continue. And again, there wasn't, yeah, like you said, the, we, Charlotte doesn't do a great job of pulling people out of their burbs to come into the city for stuff like that, unfortunately. Yeah. But, like, I actually, I mean, the, watching NBA basketball live, and you can usually get a good seat for, you know, call it 50 bucks. Pretty reasonable. Pretty reasonable. Yeah, right? and, yeah. like, yeah. I had a fantastic time. Like, I, every time the Cavs will play here, I'll go back and watch them for sure. Okay. Yeah, it's I, another just good time, good thing to do. Yeah. yeah, and my first experience, now coming from Los Angeles and Laker tickets, I got five rows off the bench, and it was like fifty bucks. It was a total. I take it back. It was a total of one hundred and thirty bucks for four tickets. Yeah. yeah, five rows off the. Yeah, hard to beat that. You couldn't even get in the nosebleeds on the very back yeah. wall. You yeah. couldn't even get in. For you couldn't one get on ticket, the roof uh, for one ticket to get in, and I was like. And this is cool. And then I went again, and we went one more time, and it was good. Like I said, it's just basketball's just not my thing. Yeah. I wish the Hurricanes were here. Yeah. Hockey's oh, definitely man. my jam. So. Yeah, and it's a ton of fun. To, I mean, watching it live, it's like I mean, because the soccer matches are super rowdy live, like like oh, hockey. That was but, fun. But hockey obviously has a way more constant action and way more goal likelihood. Where soccer, I mean, we it was a one nothing game that first. That's us too. Yeah. Ready yeah. to go to the checkers game? I checkers have not been to fun. Checkers yet. Yeah, yeah, they're a good time. They're actually, I think they've won their championship like two out of the last three years. So I, the playoffs right now. I, Cup. Everybody yeah. keeps talking yeah. about it. I actually went to another 311 concert. It was like beer and barbecue or hops and pigs or hops yeah. and hogs or something. Yeah. And they had an all-day <laughs> concert. And it was I have right no idea what you were same, describing there. <laughs> it was the same parking yeah. lot. Yep. So i got a flat tire there so i have a bad experience but it no, it's a cool little area and i, I definitely want to go there it just it's one of those things they just haven't done it yet yeah if you're a hockey fan i think it's they got different specials um 
We got like dollar beer dollar night nights. on Thursdays. Yeah. And, like one dollar uh, hot dog, two yeah. dollar beer, <laughs> something <laughs> like that. And they're trying you to had get me a dollar beer. Yeah, they're just trying to get yeah. They do a good job. Yeah. They do a good yeah. job marketing. It's definitely, I mean, it's still fun watching live hockey, and there's a lot of goals. Goal, the goalkeeping is not the best there, so you're going to see you're gonna see plenty of goals. Yeah. And, exactly. And it's funny as we used to have minor league hockey in Ontario, which was like 20 miles. So it's 20 miles to LA or 20 miles to Kings minor league team. Yep. Okay. And it was kind of cartoonish where that, you know, it's like at a certain time they would take all their equipment off and then they'd square up in the middle of the thing. Uh, like, <laughs> it's not that. It's not that. Exact. Yeah, I mean, quite elbow that. pads off, helmet off, gloves yeah. off. <laughs> Legitimate. Fun. And if they're gonna do it, they might as well do it right. Yeah, right. we're getting thrown out. <laughs> That's great. So look at that. We've covered sports. We've got the Whitewater Center. We've got all sorts of stuff to visit nearby. Yeah. Come on down. There's a lot to visit and For do sure. right here in Charlotte. So once again, thank you very much to the Brewers of 4001 Yancey. Thank you very much, Jeff and Brock, for coming on for a second episode. This was a blast again. Thank you very much. Hey, man. Thanks, really guys. Really appreciate it. Awesome. Take us out, Brandon. If I had a perfect day, I would have it start this way. Open up the fridge and have a tall boy. Yeah.